Double O Podcast. This is episode... Ten. <laughs> Two? Ten. Yes. But it's the very, our very anticipated uh, healer roundtable. We're really excited. We've got some awesome guests. So let's uh, introduce them. Welcome, Jasila. Thank you. And Jasila is our druid. And I think you've played other classes too, right? I have. I uh, play a priest, and I used to be a shaman, so I've played a number of classes. So you weren't you a hunter for a while as well? Yes, I was a hunter as well, but that doesn't fit when with the healing roundtable, so I <laughs> left it out. Well, I just noticed from your blog that pet you healing. You, what was that? <laughs> I was just saying pet healing. Of course oh. it fits. <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say I know like your blog used to have sort of a duality, like you had your druid and you had some hunter posts as well, and I don't see much about your hunter anymore. Do you still play it? No, I uh, I've been a priest on my horde guild since. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it at BlizzCon. It'll be it'll be the draw. And who else do we have? We have Loader with us. Hey, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. The Loader. I don't know about the Loader, but I'm a Loader. You're the Loader. You're actually a trading card now. I, I am. I'm, I'm worth real world monies. <laughs> that I'm must jealous. be a really good feeling. Because I haven't gotten my card yet, just saying. <laughs> well, you know, that happens after you offer the creative director hand jobs under the table for spectral tigers and then settle for being made into a card, you know. <laughs> wow, what does that say about the quality of your hand jobs? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> if all you get is a card, wow. I would at least want, like, you know, like with Magic, they have, like, the, the foil cards to show that they're ultra rare or something. You're just... Do you even know what rarity you are? Is Loader a common and uncommon? Uh, he is an uncommon. He's green level. Wow, an uncommon. That's well, he's <laughs> a hero, right? He's a he's a he's an uncommon ally um, who's actually tournament ready, which is kind of nifty. They're they're actually predicting that he'll be in tournament decks now. Wow, that's gonna be an awesome feeling. Yeah. Is he in the new set or is he out already? He'll be coming out in the October set, uh, the throne and. Uh, it's kind of cool because every time, if you have a shaman or if you have a shaman hero, anytime an ally comes into play on the opponent's team, you turn him into a one-one frog. <laughs> so, Jackson, go! I would actually probably end up being one of those cards that they release, not really realizing how much damage I would do to the tournament scene, and I'd be banned like before the sets even release, so I wouldn't even <laughs> see any tournament play. <laughs> like it's too much. We can't do it. Okay, and the last person we have with us is. Dan, that's you. I think she uh, ran away to get chicken out of the oven. Oh, no, I was just I was referring to Dan. I was trying to bring Dan into the conversation. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll have a hard time doing that. No, um, I'm Dan, yes. Uh, I'm a priest, and that's about everything you have to know about me. Do you have a blog? You're pretty new to blogging, aren't you? I am, yes. I've just started a month ago, and uh, the address of the blog is danslayers.wordpress.com. Okay. And, yeah, I blog about anything and everything. Well, basically just what I can come up with on the fly. Okay. And I do have to ask you, where are you from exactly? I am from Germany. Wow. So what time is it over there by you? Um, it's, uh, wow, well, it's past two o'clock in the morning now. Wow. So about bedtime. <laughs> That's really cool. I, we appreciate you staying up to record with us. 
<laughs> yeah, no okay. problem. Since I'm a university student, so I stay up late anyway. Nice. So why don't you guys start off by telling us a little bit about yourselves, your history as healers, the classes that you play, um, how far you are up to this point in Cataclysm, and what kind of guilds you raid with, like 10-man, 25-man, heroics, things like that. You all have to fight for the, to be the first person to talk. Yeah, we're just a jump-in kind of podcast. So if you have, Oh, we forgot someone. We forgot Lanesta. Oh, my God. We had someone else. Lanesta. I, w- I wasn't going to say anything because we were nerding <laughs> out about cards, and I'm a huge WoW TCG player, so I nerd out about cards all the time. But uh, I'm the Holy Paladin and stuff. <laughs> I blog sometimes when I remember to and or have time to, and that's at uh, wordofglory.net. Yay. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I stepped away from the computer and I came back and I was like, oh, wow, we sure went through this really fast. <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. It's not a paladin thing, I assure you. Totally fine. Not at all. I may forget you later on, but again, not a paladin thing. At all. <laughs> at all. She always says. <laughs> okay, so now let's segue into the part where you guys introduce yourselves a little bit and tell us more about your backgrounds. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm Josila. I've been playing a Resto Druid for about six years. I started playing WoW just as the original Nax was coming out. Um, so I've basically been raiding as a Resto Druid since then, all the way through BC and Wrath and Incata. And in addition to my Druid, I also play for the Horde, and that. I've played a hunter, a shaman, back to a hunter, and then now I am a discipline priest there. Uh, but on my druid, I am in a 25-man raiding guild, and we are currently two of seven heroics in Firelands right now, hopefully three after tonight. And I, yeah, and I blog about uh, druids at cannotbetamed.com. And I think you have some people in your guild that we might know. What's the name of your guild? Yes, my guild is Apotheosis. Yay! The Very home good of friends with Kern. Kernmo, yeah. Yay, Kernmo. <laughs> Kernmo, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, she's very big about the final G. I used to get a lot of flack for that. I used to call her Kernmo back in the day, and she was always very big about stressing the guh of the... It's got to be... Because I used to throw an urban spin on like, Kernmo? What's up, Kernmo? Yeah. And she does not like that very much. <laughs> I thought it was a silent GH. Yeah, I, a lot of people do, actually. You can't really blame them. I, oh, as long as you don't call her Madrona, though, you're pretty safe, because that will, yes. the hair will come off at that point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other three, why don't you introduce yourselves? Okay, I'll go next. I, wh- where do I start? I've only been playing WoW since uh, Wrath, which makes me a noob by default. Um, I believe the, per- the politically correct term is Wrath Baby. Okay, I'm a Wrath Baby. <laughs> By default, um, but I've been playing MMO since I was like a ten or something ridiculous. Um, stuff and things. Uh, I play on Ysera. I play Horde side. I pretty much only play healers. I also have a Resto Druid and a Resto Shaman and a Holy slash Disc Priest that I sometimes mess around with. Um, we are currently in Firelands. We just killed Major Domo. We're all very nice. sad that they nerfed him before we could kill him because we were so freaking close. And yeah, I think I don't know what else to say. I'm bad at this part. 
No, I remember back in the day when I was in apotheosis and we had just started raiding and we were looking for people, you were kind of contemplating not playing your paladin anymore. Like I remember there was mention of a druid that you were thinking of making your main. Um, did you ever get that tuned to 85 or do you have you ever done like any alt runs with that or? Uh, yeah, she's she's definitely 85 and I did get her to 85 during that time when I was like, maybe I'll go play in apotheosis with all my Twitter friends. Um She's not geared, like, at all, but she's 85, and I sometimes do, uh, like, dungeons, five-mans on her, but that's that's pretty much all the playtime she sees. Well, I'm glad to see you stuck with your paladin, because like I said, I know you were thinking of re-rolling there for a bit. I don't really remember why at this point. Uh, <laughs> something. I don't... There was some reason. Yeah, I don't think it was anything, like, Holy Power related. I just remember there was a re-roll possibility there, so good for you that you stayed with the paladin. That's cool. I think it was guild troubles, to be completely honest, and I was just kind of like, I need to get away from this, and then things ended up falling into place. So, well, that's cool. So, uh, Dan or Joe, introduce yourselves. Go ahead, Dan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, Dan. I currently pray. Uh, pray. I currently pray a lot because I use prayer <laughs> of healing, yes, but um, I currently play uh, a holy or disciplined priest, uh, depending on what's needed in my raid. I started playing WoW as a rogue originally, and during MC I realized that uh, druids were kind of being being shunned as healers, so I started the rest of druid and, uh, with the intention of showing the people how uh, that's... Uh, Rested Druids can heal with some success, I think. And, uh, yeah, I got interested in, in, in priests uh, during during the ICC days then, basically, and had played my Druid uh, through the other expansions. And uh, then it was, it was announced that gnomes could be priests. And then I thought... I'll make a gnome priest. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Now, my little gnome priest is 85 and raiding. Nice. We're so you, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, we're currently raid, um, we're currently at six of seven, uh, on normal in Firelands and, uh, just needed like, after the nerf, like four pulls for Major Doma without ever seeing him before, so, very ridiculous. Nice. So you were a healing Restodruid back in Molten Core. What was that like? It was actually quite quite fun because I felt all powerful because I was apparently the only druid in my raid who knew how to heal. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, maybe they were all balanced or feral. I don't know. <laughs> it was just uh, you know, if you looked at the uh, at the meters, I'm I'm really afraid to say meters here. Um, it, it was. It was kind of showing, you know, there were the priests and there was me, then there were the paladins and then there were the druids, which was kind of odd. And, yeah. I actually raided back in Molten Core myself. I was a priest and I remember raiding with at least, I think I raided with no less than three druids and they were all amazing. And then I became a druid, a resto druid in BC and it, they changed even so much between vanilla and BC. Like I would look at the tools that I had in BC and I would get, you know, the old school druids that were like, well, that's not what we had back in the day. And when they would tell me, you know, the few spells they had back then, I couldn't imagine being a priest or a druid. He couldn't turn into 
<laughs> Trees in my day. That's what it was almost like. Like I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I I couldn't do it. Like if I had the spells they had, I would have been terrible and terrified and. Uh. <laughs> Loader, who are you? <laughs> uh, my name's Loader, uh, the Restoration Shaman Extraordinaire, I guess. Um, I am the current healing lead for Conquest on Nerzul, uh, 25-man raiding guild. Um, I am also the writer of the Restoration Totem Spot, or Totem Talk on uh, uh, WoW Insider. And uh, I've been healing since Burning Crusade, when it was actually thrust upon me as a not-wanted role, actually. I started raiding as a... Uh, like seriously raiding as a hunter back in vanilla cleared all of the content as a hunter. And, uh, when burning crusader originally came out, I was like, Oh, I'll just melt faces. Uh, but we were short healers for Karazhan and, uh, the guild leader was like, I really need you to, to heal for this one. So I, I did it and fell in love with it and haven't looked back since. Um, I still have my hunter. She, uh, she follows me wherever I go. Uh, I will play my level 8,500 whenever I can. Uh, and, uh, but healing is definitely my passion. And how far are you right now in the raid scene? Uh, we are just about to start hard modes. We just downed uh, Raggy Face on uh, Thursday. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. It was after a long road of recovery. Yeah, I heard about that. You guys had uh, lost a couple of people, but it seems like you guys bounced back really nicely. And it's By a couple, like you mean like 18? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just oh, wow. seems like, I mean, almost nothing ever. Like, I mean, you guys have recovered to such a point where to the outsiders, you know, from the outside looking in, it looks like you, we wouldn't notice anything had happened. Like, you guys seem like you've picked up where you've left off quite well and, and are going to keep doing that. That was the general idea, and that's what we we're trying to do. Um, I mean, it's it's a good group of guys. Um, we just want to make sure that we're grouping with people that we enjoy gaming with and can down content with. And uh, so far we've been able to do that and having a good time while doing it. And it's it's a good feeling to actually be back up there and doing it after uh, a couple weeks of uncertainty. Yeah, I can imagine, especially in this time where, you know, you see guilds kind of falling apart around you or willingly kind of calling it, you know, the fact that you could survive something like that is pretty respectable. Well, and that said, we're always recruiting as well, so... <laughs> So that's why you're on the show. You're just here to poach us. <laughs> Got it. A little bit. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the meat of the show. We're actually going to start off with the past. Um, we did talk about where you guys came from and your experience. Uh, let's start off with talking about uh, going into this expansion. Um, one of the big draws was the introduction of triage healing, um, which was meant to sort of give healers a way to watch their mana again because Blizzard felt that we would need to start doing that and that we wouldn't necessarily be able to cast the way that we had been in Wrath where we could just sort of cast anything we wanted to and not really spend any mana. Um, how would you guys compare healing in the past versus healing now? What were your thoughts going into Cataclysm? Um, healers, there were some healers that even quit the game early on because they felt like healing was too hard. Um, what do you guys think about all of that? Honestly, I think that triage healing was something that was necessary. Um, it added an extra consequence to the game uh, that we really hadn't had since, honestly, Vanilla. And I think that was uh, kind of a big step, and a lot of people weren't ready for it. A lot of people didn't care for it. Um, as a shaman, it spoke really well to the way we were already set up to heal, so I loved every second of it. Um, so, I mean, I think that it was a good move, and I think that it was ultimately going to be uh, a way to help save healing from being just a spam fest. Mm-hmm. And they actually, I think they said they patterned the new healing model in Kata after shamans. Is that right? They did. They said that the shaman was the healing model that they wanted to, to emulate. 
Nice. Uh, Josila, what did you think about the changes? I know Druids changed quite a bit. I was actually in the beta myself trying out the Druid changes, and I did not like them. <laughs> and I actually did not like them so much that I rerolled partially because of it. Um, what did you think about them when you first saw them? I really liked the Druid changes. I um, At the end of Wrath, we did get into a very sort of spammy cycle of wild growth growth and rejuve and not a whole lot else so i was really happy when we got some more diversity in cataclysm um i also really liked the idea of triage healing although i feel like it didn't stick around for that long i mean there's still a bit of it going on right now but i felt like as soon as we got to a bit of a higher gear level it um the impact of that lessened so and you also saw your mastery change midway through the expansion as well. I think we, I think Druids went in with, was it Symbiosis? And then yeah. about halfway through, you guys got uh, Harmony, I think it was. Yeah. I think and it we- actually changed twice. I think it changed from, or maybe it was just what it was going to be before Cataclysm, but they changed it once and then they changed it to Harmony. So, yeah, that was, that took a little bit of getting used to. But I uh, I love Harmony. I think it's uh, great that we're sort of forced to use our direct healing spells, which mm-hmm. I've always used. But I know that a lot of druids were still stuck in that wild growth reju- rejuve mindset. So it sort of made them improve their play, too. Yeah, I admit that I had I leveled Estrus to 85, and I remember I Symbiosis did seem kind of useless to me, but at the same time, Harmony really confused me. And I, I admit that I haven't touched Estrus since Harmony came out because I've never been able to find time to weave in that direct heal to keep it going. And and I know that you do got you guys do get I don't want to say judged, but that is something that can uh, people look at your performance as to your mastery uptime. And and I know I wouldn't have a very high uptime with that. <laughs> Mine would be really quite low if I still played. Yeah, I like it. It's sort of a mini game in and of itself. I mean, besides putting out lots of healing output, which is really all that druids do since we don't offer any sort of mitigation or anything. So besides, you know, healing numbers, there's also like life bloom uptime and harmony uptime, lots of stuff to keep track of and improve on from raid to raid. So, Lanesta, a big thing for you going into Cataclysm was Holy Power. How did you adapt to that when Cataclysm first started? Uh, You know, when Holy Power first came out, um, we had an insane time getting rid of it because of the way that we were able to generate it. So, going into Cataclysm, it was actually... I was actually kind of enjoying it because I just had it all the time. Like, uh, I couldn't get rid of Holy Power. Um, Yeah, it's like, free heal all the time. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, uh, I thought we were supposed to be watching our mana. I have mana free heals every <laughs> second of the day. I don't get it. Um, and then they changed it. And then now it's um, a little bit more difficult to generate holy power. And I do actually find myself going, okay, I need to use Arcane Torrent now. And then again in two minutes. And I need to time my... Uh, divine plea so that I'm not going to kill people while I'm (laughs) regenning mana. Um, But for a while I had this right when they changed it, I had this really like love hate relationship with Holy power. I hated it because I had to find ways to get it, but then I loved it because it was a heal for free and that's awesome. I I think I'm okay with it now though. 
now it's now it's my friend. Before, not so much. Do you feel like your role as a holy paladin has changed from Wrath? Because in Wrath, you were a very single target, and there were certain things you you could maybe heal others if you wanted to, but maybe not as well as somebody else could. And I know, again, to bring apotheosis into it, I was raiding with Walks, and Walks would raid heal, and he'd be really really good at it. And and you're seeing some paladins that don't necessarily get put on just the tank healing anymore. Um, is that something that you get to try in your raiding travels, or are you still kind of stuck in that single target paladin mode? Uh, you know, because we're a 10-man guild, and because we also have a Resto Shaman and a Resto Druid, um, and we don't really have backup healers, so those that's that's my healing team, is myself and then a Resto Shaman and a Resto Druid. I don't really see very much AoE time, just because mm. th- they've got it covered way before I could ever even think about it. Like, I'm so focused on tanks most of the time that when I'm like, oh, the raid needs healing... By the time I hit a button, they've already got it done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan, how about yourself going into Cataclysm? Were you excited about triage healing or anything like that? I was, because um, as I said, my priest is only uh, as old as Cataclysm is, basically. But um, I healed uh, ICC with a druid, and as Jazila said, um, it's it's just really been uh, rejuve and wild growthing. And I was excited to to use uh, other spells as well. Yeah, yeah it's been really kind cool. Of, I think priests kind of felt that way too. Like I know discipline priests were With doing the, bubble yes, spam. Bubble spam. They were bubble spamming. And I know if you were a holy priest, you were essentially doing everything a druid did, but just renews and circle of healing. So it was five yes, and one, I think. Exactly. Um, so kind of the same thing as that. Did you take to the new healing model pretty well? It sounds like you did. I Yeah, I didn't have much uh, many problems uh with with uh, adapting to it because I didn't I I as as soon as it, uh, as soon as it was announced I tried it in ICC and so got used to it uh, really um, early and and really smoothly because you know when you have uh, when you had um, your holy priest and whatever else you had in your raid uh, uh, healing everyone anyway you could try out a few things without. Uh, having someone dying so it was really easy to do it that way now when you were gearing up when you were going from you know just hit 85 to being raid ready did you do all of that as discipline or did you do it as holy or did you swap between the two i swapped but mainly i was doing it as discipline um Mm -hmm. i but I, i i went back to holy now and then to just to try to fill around with chakra which is loads of fun just to to play around with but uh, most of it was discipline, really. Nice. I think part of the reason I know I always felt like I think triage was a really good thing. I think the problem with triage healing was that it's if each person is the more people you involve in healing, if, if five people are all practicing triage, eventually their heals are going to kind of run into each other. Like if you're alone, you can you only have to kind of fight with yourself to keep people up and and you can choose to keep somebody at 75 percent or 85 percent or whatever your comfort zone was. But I think it's a lot harder when you have more people to deal with because they're all trying to triage and it just doesn't work. I think if you have more than one healer in the room, would you guys agree with that? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, triage healing becomes a lot harder the more that you add in, right? It's always going to be a little bit harder the more uh, the more people you have playing catcher, essentially. Right. Um, and I mean, that's always going to happen. But at the same point, uh, if everybody's doing their job right, uh, you're not going to have a case where you know you're going to have all the healers are going to be roughly around the same point or the same mana, or at least in theory they should, at the end of a fight, 
uh, if everybody's doing proper triage healing. Um, if everybody's not, you're going to see one person's got like nothing left in the tank at the end of the fight, uh, and then somebody who's got quite a bit left. Uh, so, I mean, it, I think it really revolves around the individual and how they heal it more than anything else, than just the fact of whether or not there's extra healers or other healers in the group. So you're saying that, uh, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that the success of triage healing sort of rides on maybe the quality of the healers, like if they're all putting in their share of work. Um, I think so. Okay, or if you have one healer who's obviously working harder than the others, that might throw off the triage balance? Or? Well, the, to, to kind of be anecdotal about it a little bit, I had a healer who uh, literally her job was to heal tanks, but she would just go out of her way to heal everybody in the damn raid. Mm-hmm. And I mean, literally everybody. So she would end a fight, and she would have no mana whatsoever, and then like two or three of my healers would have you know 75% mana left and felt like they hardly had to work the entire time. Uh, so it, it, it's dependent on people working together, uh, making it work together, um, as much as it is, uh, people being good at their job and doing their job right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it always seemed like I always, I don't want to say I was fighting with the other healers, but it always felt like when I would get in a raid, it would be like somebody, like I would purposely leave somebody at my comfort zone of heals, and, and I would be fine with that, and then somebody would heal them, and I almost wanted to be like, what are you doing? Like, I'm triaging here, and then they'd be like, I'm triaging, and they would just kind of go back and forth, and it would just turn into this fighting kind of thing, and it just, it didn't, that's just when it stopped working for me, it was when I had to do it with other people, because I couldn't, you know, my comfort zone of what I wanted to leave them at wasn't what somebody else would. And it just we ended up, you know, butting heads about that. Yeah, well, and that's a lot of it. That's a lot of it too. Is just the the personal preference. Like you have some healers that, you know, have to have everybody at one hundred percent, and some that understand. Like, all right, fifty percent is cool. You're not going to die, and then move on. So, yeah. and it also depends on the circumstances. Like I would do it more um, when something goes wrong. If I'm the only healer left, I'm like, okay, I've got so many resources. I have to spread this out perfectly, you know, better. So, I, you know, need to keep the tank alive. That's first priority. Then the top DPS, so the lowest DPS, you can die with him. And, uh, but, yeah, when everyone's doing their jobs, like, you heal that guy, you heal that guy, you heal that guy, you know, it doesn't leave much room for judging. Mm-hmm. So Cataclysm started off kind of difficult. We started off with triage healing, which they were trying to sell to us. You had some people leaving because they said it was too hard. People were getting used to all of their new spells. And now we flash forward to where we are now, the raid nerfs. I know some of you mentioned it in your introductions. You were talking about how far you were progression-wise. How have the nerfs affect you all as healers? I hate this nerf. I hate this nerf so much it's not even funny. Um, it, because it completely undermines my mastery mm-hmm. and basically robs me of three to six K heals per second. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really highlights like essentially that unless people are standing in bad stuff and taking a ton of damage, I, I mean, there's really nothing much I can do. And it, it, at first glance, it's, it's become more of a fight now to justify uh, restoration shaman healing as a result of it. Because then you look at, uh, druids that are flourishing pretty well still, um, or paladins that are still doing well, and it's like, well, why aren't you? Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things where I wish it would have come later. I also wish that it could be something that we could turn off, like the ICC buff was, mm-hmm. and it's just, I do not like it. I do not like this nerf, not even a little bit. 
Yeah, I would. If I was probably still playing a priest, I would have to agree with you because it seems like our masteries revolve around people being damaged or needing healing. And I mean, I was a holy priest for a long time. And Echo of Light, you know, unless someone needs healing, that's all going to go straight to overhealing. And and that's a whole different discussion of if overhealing is bad or not. But I can kind of sympathize with you, where if everybody's constantly at a certain health level, your mastery is not really doing anything. And then there are other masteries that depend more on the player and the character. And then whether or not somebody's damaged doesn't really change how that mastery works so i i can relate to what you're saying yeah and it sounds like the nerfs just um just and disrupt the balance mm-hmm. very much so that's what i think it does it just i think it disrupts the balance what did the other three of you think about it did you feel like the amount of time you had to spend working had gone down or did you feel that you were working harder or they were taking less healers what did you guys experience i go ahead <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I would have to agree with Loader just because uh, we went into raids this past week, and I, I made a blog post about this, but we went into raids this past week like fully prepared to just kind of sleep through the zone, which is not a very exciting way to go into a raid. But, like, I don't want to go into a raid and be like, oh, I'm going to be bored all night, and that's what happened. Uh, I mean, we went to kill a list resort, and uh, where previously, just for personal preference, I would have to have two feathers to make it through tornado phase. I could have slept through tornado phase. Like, I was standing still because I would catch up to the tornado I was following and then wait for it to catch up to me, basically, wow. with two with two feathers. So, and this there was the same uh, from my druid healer. She was just like, I'm bored, dude. <laughs> Why? Um, and we'll probably, we'll probably instead of three healing the zone next week, we'll probably two heal most of it because we just don't need three healers. And that sucks, in my opinion. Yeah, there was actually, I know there was a post a while back that was talking about, you know, when, you know, who gets to make that call of whether or not you drop a healer. And I think other healers have mentioned that was something they didn't like about Firelands was that there are some fights that the number of healers you take is constantly fluctuating. Like there are some fights where you need six and then three and then two and then four. And and it really kind of screws with your roster a little bit. And um, that's that's not cool. Uh, Dan, have you experienced the nurse yet or Josila? I have, yes. Um, And they are really kind of ridiculous. I mean, we, we were struggling with uh, a list resort as well before the nerfs, and now we uh, stand before Ragnaros and get him into the last phase without, you know, just, just within this one week. And doesn't it make you feel like all the effort you put into learning the list resort fight is just wasted? <laughs> it really is. And I actually almost died running into a tornado because I was too fast for it. Yeah, I really struggled with the tornadoes. Like when I was learning Elizabeth, or I was that girl that was dead, <laughs> you know, every fight. And I, I admit I had a really hard time with it. And I was swearing up a storm and I, I did not take too well to it. And man, if that's if that's true, that the tornadoes were slowed that much, that's crazy. It's pretty Just how, how did Apotheosis do with it? Um, well, we're sort of at a spot where we haven't been working on hard modes too long. I mean, we got Shannox and we had spent a couple nights on Rylith. So after the nerfs, we went in and we killed Rylith, and it wasn't like we went in and face rolled through it. It was still somewhat challenging. So now we're working on Bethtalak, and I really have no basis of comparison for what it was before, how much healing is needed. Um, I found it was I was actually pleasantly surprised. I mean, it, things are harder than I expected them to be still. So I'm I've sort of relaxed about the nerfs. I was pretty upset about them uh, when they first announced them, but f- for the most part, at least for us who haven't seen the heroic modes 
many of the heroic modes before, it doesn't seem like it's too, too easy. It's still, you know, there's still some challenge there. Do you I'm think sh- that, I'm sorry, do you think that you guys will end up getting a heroic raid? Because I know I've seen a lot more of that from my Twitter feed. Like, I'm not going to say that those people wouldn't have done it, up, you know, already or before, but I have noticed a lot more people that I'm following reporting that they're already at heroic domo and they're already at heroic reg. And it's, it seems like those numbers really, really went up. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that we'll get to Rag. I'm not positive we're going to kill him, but I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to end up at least six, seven, six of seven. Wow, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. so, so what we brought up a little bit earlier in the show, the the way of healing with others and how to deal with that. And Jasila, I think you even kicked off a little bit of a trend about that. You had mentioned the term heal sniping and, and how you don't necessarily care for that term or you think it's kind of controversial and that kind of spurred some discussion. And then that kind of led to, you know, how to heal with other people and being competitive and things like that. Um, what would you suggest for people that may maybe, maybe struggle with that, that don't know how to heal well with other people or who do feel like people are stealing their heels or, or that they struggle with assignments or things like that? What advice would you give people for something like that? I think you just have to remember that it's a team effort. I mean, everyone may or may not have their assignments. Some guilds do pretty free-flowing assignments. But, I mean, the healing team keeps everyone alive. So don't think of it in terms of this person is stealing my healing. Just think of it in terms of this person is helping me with my assignment. I mean, as long as they're not ignoring their own assignment and letting them die. But I think, yeah, I just think sniping should have a very uh, specific meaning. Well, let me, let me, let me... Specify then. It's one of those things where the shaman classes, at least in my in any competitive environment, is one that's always constantly being judged, right? Yeah. And not by healers per se, because healers understand that. It's by non-healers, and so it's a hard hard thing to quantify uh, when you can't have the numbers to back it up right now. And that's my problem with it, is because people can look at it and be like, well, all the shamans are doing this now, so they must suck. And it's not healers that are saying that. It's raid leaders that are DPS or, you know, just DPS in general, and that's concerning. Yeah, it definitely seems like you don't often hear stories of healers not getting along, or at least I don't. You know, it, it, most people have a healing channel. There's there's a solidarity there. There tends to be conflicts between people who aren't healers. Um, you have a lot of people who wonder what the healers are talking about or if they're talking about them. And, and I can relate to what you're saying, Loder, as me being a holy priest. When I was a holy priest, I didn't know I was bad until people told me. And it got to the and it wasn't even healers that were saying holy priests aren't performing. It was everybody else. So it's it's been very strange to see healers kind of come under attack, again, not from their own, but from raid leaders and from officers and things like that who are looking at your numbers more and maybe throwing around terms like sniping and performance and maybe shouldn't be. Do you remember Paladins from 4.0? I don't. I actually made a graph once where it was, like, I took some healing meters and I uh, played around with Photoshop and, like, the first, the top one is, you know, Power World Shield and then Priests and then Shaman and Druids and, and then at the very bottom, because like we were below the tanks in damage, mm-hmm. uh, not in damage and healing. Yeah, it just it just kind of worries me that the teamwork aspect has kind of changed. You a bit. you remember that, Lanesta? Uh, vaguely, I remember like the, uh, not really. <laughs> How can you not remember four point <laughs> I, like, I remember maybe not really. No, it was horrible. Well, I'm not really sure what you're referring to. On four point drop, they uh they didn't bother tuning paladins. For because the cataclysm was going to come out soon, so they didn't bother tuning paladins. 
And was it that I'll, your reflex weren't showing up or your absorbs or they weren't, but we don't have that many absorbs anyway. Okay. No, we were just, we had no output. Mm-hmm. They ended up having to buff us eventually because like, we were being out healed by the tanks. Yeah, I don't remember that. And I was yeah, running. I, had, I will never forget that. Yeah, I had the only... left my guild right before 4.0 came out, um, so I wasn't raiding at all. So I didn't have any problems with that because I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, yeah I guess until you... after they fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> so my guild was fine with it. I was lucky that my you know my guild was totally understanding, but it was it was so embarrassing. I couldn't look at blogs at all. <laughs> Going back I'm to just... the topic of, I'm sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say, I'm just wondering how much of a problem this is. I mean, I can understand in, you know, a top 100 guild, they want to bring the healers who can put out the most healing. But I'm just wondering, has anyone actually had experiences in their, you know, sort of normal, sort of average progression guilds where people are saying, oh, no, I'm not going to bring you because... Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yes. I, I was told on a regular basis, go disc or go home. I, I, There were people that did not like me the minute I stepped in the raid. They'd never met me before. They'd never read my blog. And they were like, oh, that's a light well. Why are you here? And oh, yeah, it's it's more common than you would think. It's From a priest angle, it's it's rampant. There are There was actually MMO made a post a while back. There was a guy who I actually used to run with on Maelstrom. And he made a grid. or he And it was supposed to be only for DPS. And you could see DPS representation of what classes and specs were being taken how often to firelands and stuff like that and you could flip it to healers and when you saw that like i think only 20 percent of priests that were currently raiding firelands were holy at least in terms of like you know world of logs and things like that that's pretty damn depressing and um yeah and you would go on what you would consider to be average forums like mmo or plus heal and it yeah it was very disturbing and it's still quite common people want barrier and um, it's and, and these are guilds that you would think wouldn't be in a position to make calls like that. Like you, you would think they wouldn't be at a level to say that. Is and it they are your numbers that they want, or is it more the utility? They want a barrier. They want a cooldown. They want. They feel well, exactly. That a, that's not numbers. I know, they, but that's what I'm saying. They feel that a fight would be easier if they either have a barrier because maybe they don't, or they feel that they can have more than one barrier. And if you take one, you could use another one right after it, and it makes fights trivial. And and that's what people want. People don't want healers that heal anymore. They want this Chris Angel mind freak. You know, the damage disappeared and misdirected and prevented and and all that crazy shit. Like I like to heal. Give me 25 bars that are at a sliver of red, and I am a happy girl. I don't deal with this make damage. Dis- no, I don't do that shit. And that's what people want right now. They want prevention and absorption. And and I went on a tangent, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's what they want right now. And that's what I led can... to Spirit... That's what led to Spirit Link Totem, and that's what led to Druids wanting a Barkskin Shield, and it, it just led to all these things that we didn't want. We were fine with ourselves until other people told us we weren't. And that's what happened. Yeah, I think it's not as bad as a priest anymore, because... Um... In most, I mean, it was it was uh, during during tier eleven content that you're referring to, right? I think I remember you saying something about that. Oh, this um, was more prominent in tier twelve, actually, but it did kind of start with tier eleven. Yeah, because I don't, I really don't have the feeling that uh, the barrier is so overpowered in tier tier twelve content. But maybe that's just my stupid opinion. 
it's it's community wide though. Like I get what I agree with you, but what I guess what I'm trying to say is it's 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 everywhere. I mean, if you read up on any resource resources, it's a big issue with us. And then shamans have experienced it too a little bit this year. Is there a difference between tens and twenty fives too? It seems like it's been pretty universal, at least on a priest fund. I mean, Loder, what yeah, have you? We don't we don't have a priest in my guild. So. Uh, I think it's been pretty. <laughs> I think it's been pretty universal between ten and twenty fives. Yeah. Just from what I've seen. And what are some of the struggles that Shaman have faced? I know Vixen's been pretty vocal about that and, and having to fight for her seat and heroic rag and things like that. It's the low heals per second that really is mm-hmm. the issue. Um, it's because of the way that our class is designed um, and being the way we are, um, we are going to post lower heals per second number than a lot of other classes. Um, we will have a long, like a higher longevity uh, for sure, but it's... It's just one of those things where people look at the raw numbers and they're like, well, you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. And you compare it to uh, like a druid or a paladin or a discipline priest, and they're absolutely blowing up the, you know, the meter, in, especially in certain fights right now. And it's hard to sit there and fight against it and be like, well, okay, whatever. Um, you know, they don't understand the, the utility or there's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of, of combating right now. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the addition of Spirit Link Totem? What were your thoughts on that? It's actually something I asked for a long time ago. Um, Spirit Link Totem, I think, was a necessity. Restoration Shaman needed a cooldown. They needed a competitive cooldown. You know, Priest, you had your barrier, which you know I'm all happy for you guys with because it's friggin' awesome. Um, but we didn't have anything. We had Urshield. We had Heroism, which would then you know be done by mages. So we, we kind of lost a, a little bit of our unique identity in that regard. So, I don't know. It's just, I like Spirit Link Totem. I think it was necessary. I think it was a beautiful thing. Um, I think it's something that I'm really happy we have right now. And uh, I don't think it was that big of a deal to add it in. I think it was just a necessity. Josila, what are your thoughts on Druids not having a cooldown? Do you think that Tranquility was a, a suitable replacement? Or do you feel that Druids are happy with that? Or do you feel like they still want a little more? Um. I'd still like some form of damage mitigation. I mean, the tranquility change really increased um, our healing per second numbers, and it's great because it no longer feels like a waste if you use it at the wrong time or, you know, you have to interrupt it. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm sort of torn. I think druids are in a good place right now, so giving a damage reduction cooldown might make us a little bit overpowered. So... I'm I'm okay. I'd I'd like it. It would be ideal, but um, you know, we can live without it, I think. And how are paladins doing right now? I mean, I would imagine that you guys have plenty of cooldowns. <laughs> like is that something you've ever struggled with, Lamesta, that you either don't like your cooldowns or do you feel that they could be better or Uh I mean, as a paladin, I have so many cooldowns that I forget to use some of them. Um but I mean, as far as like damage reduction cooldowns, I mean, we have our mastery which can be we use it a lot on Major Domo for Scorpion Face because it's awesome. Um, I, I have a Hand of Sacrifice where I can transfer damage from a target to myself. I have, I mean, there's so many cooldowns. Do you I ever feel like you, us, you have too many? Personally, yes. And I know that there are probably a lot of paladins out there that will probably, like, burn me at the stake for saying yeah, that. But, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I forget to use some of them, and it gets me into trouble with some guilds that I've been in, like, why didn't you use this during this fight? Oh, because I forgot. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, if they gave me another cooldown, I would probably be like, why couldn't you just give us another heal, please? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I forget to use them. That's how many cooldowns we have. Yeah, I see it was being kind of like tanks in that respect. I just rotate my cooldowns. Like when one comes up, okay, I'm going to use the other one. I'm going to use that one, and I just keep, you know keep cycling through them. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Like I, to me, that's the base of paladin healing. That's what it is. It's cooldown rotation. You you got those base spells kind of use in the background, and then just rotate cooldowns. <laughs> I uh, recently made a bunch of my on use stuff make the murloc sound when it comes off of cooldown. So now I remember to use a lot more. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that, that friggin' murloc is in my head. Ugh. But yeah, so I remember to use them now because they're I like murloc. flashy things, so mine just flash when they come off cooldown. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm better, better sounds. <laughs> so we also mentioned that, you know, there was the issue of fluctuating amounts of healers. Um, this could maybe lead to, we also talked about heal sniping. Do you think the competition among healers is healthy, or do you feel that it's negative? I think that competition is healthy. I mean, as long as it's in a way to push you to do better and it's not based solely on numbers at the cost of playing well. Gotcha. I know it's hard for me when I see people, you know, I think nobody likes to be sad and nobody likes to be benched. And, you know, I, I, I know I would have a difficult time if I were on fights or we were going from three to six to four healers. You know, I, I, I think it would be tough to not take it personal and, and know that it is you know, just you doing your job and needing that many healers. And I don't know, I wonder if any healers really struggle with that, having to be sat because of the fluctuating numbers that you need. Um, I think, yeah, I think the fluctuating numbers is a problem, but I don't think it's really a new problem. I'm pretty sure that's happened to some extent. I remember, I remember it happening in Alduar. I'm pretty sure it happened in most tiers. But, uh, yeah, that's sort of an annoyance of having the numbers change so much, so drastically, especially in the hard modes. Yeah. So healing meters, um, what do you guys think about them? Are you the types to sort of casually glance at them? Do you like to spend hours delving into them? What do you think about them? Necessary evil? Probably. I mean, I think you need, uh, you at least need a tool, uh, some tool, some form of a tool to uh, analyze healing. I mean, of course, one might say uh, one tool to analyze healing is if everyone stays alive, healers job die. But... Uh, I think they're quite good uh, to look at your own numbers. I mean, I don't use them to to see if I'm if I'm number one or not, but mm. to see, um, oh, I could have used panins more. That would have been a bit better. Or I should have used uh, pray of mending uh, two times more here, or whatever. So it's more like a, a self assessment tool, if that's the right word for it. What about the rest of you when they, when whoever runs your raid or whoever is responsible for that, when they post the logs, how quickly does it take you guys to start delving into that? I'll dive more into the parts of it that's like spells used versus the actual like hard number itself. Um, and I'll look at like spell mixes and what people are using, um, rather than just trying to look at the raw number. And I think that's where it becomes a very important tool in that regard. Uh, especially is that you're using it to see what you're doing and try to improve upon it. Uh, maybe you're missing cooldowns and you're not realizing it, and you look at the meter and you say, oh, wow, I'm actually missing cooldowns. I should probably get on that. Um, or you look at it like, why am I only using one heal during this entire fight? Wow, I should probably fix that. You know, things like that I'm okay with. And, and that's <laughs> what I think meters are useful for is, you know, knowing 
basically a nice database of, of information to what you're doing and what you could do better, uh, not based purely around numbers. Um, I actually wrote a post about this on uh, officerchat.org as a guest post for them uh, about understanding healing meters as a restoration shaman. And it's it's very complicated because if you look at it first glance, you're going to you know just see possibly odd mixes of whatever and not understand what you're going to get. And it's really analyzing it, really tearing it apart uh, that I like doing. Uh, like I like being able to look at my priests and say, "Hey, you're you know you're, you're missing your prayer of mending, or you know why are you trying to bubble spam still, or things like that." I like being able to have quantifiable evidence to say, "Look, maybe we should consider doing this," as opposed to just saying your numbers are low, fix it. So that's what I think is important about meters. Right, Josila, you actually made a series of posts about how to look at healers from a certain perspective and, and how to look at it as a holy priest and as a shaman and things like that. Did you write yeah. those posts because you felt like people were having a hard time with that, or what was your motivation to do all of that? Because they were great posts, by the way. Yeah, I just wanted to help people understand logs a little more because a lot of the time the first thing you do look at is just your healing per second, where you are on the healing meter. And so I just wanted to point out all the more important and useful things for each class of, you know, what you should be looking for, what kind of spells should be used. These are the cooldowns. This is, you know, these are how many times a fight you can use them. So, yeah, I just wanted to sort of teach people how to use World of Logs a little more because it can be fairly confusing when you first look at it. So, and there's a lot you can get out of it. Well, I think it's also, I think it's also like Loder said too, is that it's, you know, people still want to judge healers as they do dps and then it's very you know people tend to look straight to the top and then sort of go from there and and i think that the message still needs to be put out there that you can't judge a healer through meters the way that you would judge a dps and and i think that we've made some strides as healers but i still think a little bit more work in that area is needed yeah i think so i mean i think there's some things you can tell from the numbers like i'm a hardcore logs fan and i check the live logs after every single boss attempt because I'm crazy like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some things you can know about numbers, but you have to know what the good things to look for and the bad things. Like, I'm a druid. I will put out lots of healing. I would have to be asleep to not put out lots of healing as a druid. So you can't just, like, compare two different classes in terms of healing output. You have to know what their assignment is and, you know, what they're working with and, like, who they're healing. And so... Yeah, I think there's just a lot of different things that logs are good for, but people just need to know what they can tell you and what they're not so great at telling you. Yeah, it's just this big picture, and you have to look at it. I mean, if yeah. you just look at straight uh, straight logs, you can look at the Balrock fight and see the DK out healing all the healers. And, oh, my God, that pisses yeah. me off. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a really good example of how you have to look at the big picture when you look at logs. Yeah. So the next thing we we uh, we expect is uh, a post from a healer the DK sniping all my heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the heels is kind of a I mean meters are a double-edged sword. I think that I think it's it can be healthy to look at them, but I think it also can be really unhealthy. Like when you see people, I mean, I know Loader, you've got your resto mailbag, and I know maybe some others get, you know, feedback from people and I always get kind of sad when I see people that I know. I think, hopefully, you just wrote about this, too. You get people that are like, help my numbers get bigger. And you're like, it's just not really about that, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, small numbers, when the numbers are, you know, you know, when that bar like is so much smaller than everybody else's, it means there's a problem. But you can't just say, oh, heal more. You have mm -hmm. to look at why. 
Well, you also mentioned, I know you mentioned in your post, hopefully, the concept of ABC, always be casting. Always is, that still casting? App- is that applicable in Kata anymore? For paladins, it is. I don't know. For okay. The, Lynn, you might have a different opinion. I don't know. But like for me, yes. But I don't know about other classes. And I don't even know about other paladins. Okay. What about the rest uh, of you? Yeah. You for paladins, definitely. But I, I couldn't tell you what other classes are doing at all. For right now, shaman definitely fall into the always be casting category. Um, I mean, especially as you progress through, um, you know, your levels and gearing and stuff like that, it becomes less, uh, well, this is through, like, normal modes. and hard modes, that, that changes quite a bit because you want to make sure you're conserving your mana and doing proper triage healing. But for the most part, it's there's always something you can be doing, which means there's always something you should be doing. Right. Yeah, yeah if I'm I always... don't have... Sorry. Loka first. Ladies first. I'm always casting on my druid, too. Even if there's no healing to be done, I will just spam Nourish because it's mana neutral and it will re-trigger my harmony and it will extend life bloom on the tank. So, yeah, I'm never not casting anything. See, it's interesting because I never felt the need to do that as a holy priest. Like I, <laughs> I just felt like I know I could. I know we were supposed to be using circle of healing off cooldown, but I, I wouldn't normally do that if I didn't have people to heal. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been a big proponent of that mentality. I guess, but maybe that's as a holy, uh, as a holy priest, I don't usually uh, am always casting, but as a disc priest, I am. Um, mm-hmm. mainly, mainly because of strength, uh, strength of soul. Which mm-hmm. uh, reduces the weakened soul, uh, the time of weakened soul debuff, so you can put up more shields. Yeah, I think what it was with Priest was that, you know, so many of our healers were group heals, and if a, a group wasn't necessarily taking the heal, it didn't really seem efficient to cast it. I mean, we had single target heals, but they were never, you know, as competitive as our group heals were. So that was always my kind of excuse. And, you know, especially because Holy Priest were so disregarded as tank healers, it just kind of seemed like a drop in the bucket if I were to start helping with that. I'd keep a renew up and I'd keep prayer up, but I just, I don't know, I never really felt comfortable ABCing. So. So if somebody wanted to get started as a healer, if they wanted to, if they were just now getting Cataclysm, or let's say they even wanted to get ready for the next expansion, what advice would you guys have for an up-and-coming healer um, in terms of choosing their gear, where to get gear, um, leveling, healing resources, things like that? Is it a good time to be a healer? Would you encourage people to heal? I think it's always a good time to be a healer. Um, That's because I love healing in general. Um, The biggest bit of advice I can give to anybody who's really serious about wanting to start, uh, ask questions. It doesn't matter where you really ask the questions, as long as you like ask the questions on, you know, where to get the answers. Essentially, I don't know if that makes sense, but um, find out, ask questions, ask people on your server, um, ask other healers, go to community websites uh, like Plus Heal, as you know, plusheal.com is an example. Um, it's never there's no such thing as a dumb question. Nobody is expected to go into this game knowing everything there is to know about it and do everything that you're supposed to do. There's going to be a slight give and take. So ask questions. Seriously, don't be don't be daunted. Um, don't think that you're not doing something you know right and feel that you can't ask a question about it because you'll never learn if you don't ask. That's pretty good. What about the other three? What would you suggest to a new healer that's up and coming? Um, Whatever th- you do, don't level as a holy paladin. <laughs> Pick another spec because you will want to hit yourself by the time you're done. But yeah, definitely ask questions because you can't know if you don't ask. Do you recommend leveling with a healer spec in terms of maybe leveling through dungeons? Or do you recommend waiting until your max level to start healing? What would you suggest in terms of that? Um, 
if you are going to level exclusively in dungeons, which I have done with my priest, even though she's not max yet, uh, and I've been leveling her as a combination of holy and disc, just because I've pretty much only been doing dungeons. Um, but as a holy paladin, I tried to level from 80 to 85 as a holy paladin. This is the worst decision I ever made in my life. Why is that? Uh, by like 83, I wanted to shoot myself. I was like, this is taking no, so made long. made it to 83. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I stuck with it for a really long time. And, to, and just like my entire guild at the time was already like almost 85 or 85. And I'm stuck at 82, 83. And they're like, what's taking you so long? And I'm like, well, it takes me five minutes to kill a mob because I can hit it with two things. So <laughs> it, it just it's long and grueling and painful and terrible. <laughs> and I don't wish that on anybody, especially not from 1 to 85. Good God. Yeah, so pick Ret or Prot if you're going to level doing quests, especially. But definitely, if you're if you're interested in doing dungeons, have an off-spec, especially if you're interested in being a healer at max level. I think that getting that dungeon experience is really important, because if you just try to jump into a dungeon at 85 having never healed anything, that's scary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That That's scary. <laughs> mm -hmm. I get nervous doing dungeons on other games still. So, <laughs> so Sylar or Dan, do you have any tips for any up-and-coming priests or druids? Use your cooldowns. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one, too. Basically, yeah. Um, Don't forget those. You know, you get, uh, yeah, get to know your cooldowns. I mean... If if I see everyone in a in a five man um, that I'm tanking or someone, if I see the DPS dying and uh, and the and there's a, there's a priest uh, healing, and I look at it, uh, I look at the, at the recount or whatever is available, and uh, I see that I didn't uh, use divine him to save the DPS when I was in no danger of dying. I just asked him, why didn't you use it? I thought there was I had to save it. No, you don't. Just use it. Yeah. Jasila, any advice? I've been doing this so long that I sort of forget what it's like to be a new healer. So, um, yeah, read. Um, read forums, read blogs. Um, read your talents and read all your spells and make sure that you understand them completely. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because sometimes there's, like, little mistakes that you can make. Like, you can talk to someone who's been playing for a while, like, oh, I didn't know that did this. Well, yeah. If you read, read your spell book, you would have known that. Yeah. But um <laughs> Yeah, just uh get comfortable with it. I mean, I sort of have mixed feelings on leveling through dungeons as a healer because I had terrible, terrible experiences when I was leveling my priest. I did a lot of dungeons and people were just horrible, horrible assholes. And uh so I don't know. I think even if you start healing later on in the game, you know, level 70, level 80. Uh, yeah, just read a lot, ask a lot of questions. Would and you don't feel discouraged if you don't get it right away. <laughs> I was just going to say, would you? Would the four of you say that that's another piece of advice that you would give is to have a thick skin? Like, would you, I mean, especially if you're going to, you know, we're not always fortunate enough to get a guild group. Um, and it seems like that's yeah. something a lot of healers need to get used to is that you are going to sometimes lose people or that you're not always going to have the greatest groups and, and to kind of be prepared for that in advance. I, I think that's definitely something that should be taken under advisement. Um, you're always, healers are always going to be under scrutiny because we're the ones that have to keep everybody alive. So if somebody dies, we're the first place people look. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to be able to to have a thicker skin when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think. I mean, do you would you say that would the four of you say that random dungeons do tend to deter healers, or would you say that they make a good training ground? It depends, really. I mean, if you're prepared to have a thick skin, then you can kind of deal with the people who are just going to be jerks to be jerks. Because mm-hmm. there are those people out there. They're going to be jerks just because. Mm-hmm. But then there are also groups that will help you. And they'll be like, oh, I play uh, such and such as well. You should try doing this or this or that. Um, so there are really helpful people. And then there are also really rude people. And you just kind of have to be prepared for that, I think. Which brings me to my next question. I kind of asked this on Twitter the other day. Would you suggest that somebody new to healing announce that they're new to healing when they go into a run? Is that something you advocate or no? I think it's good to be upfront about it. Uh, you know, just kind of, it, it might not get the best result. They might, you know, do something like kick you. But, I mean, I think being upfront about it is good because eventually, I, I've had healers where I've been running on my group and they'll say, well, I'm, you know, I'm new to healing. I'm sorry. I just, you know, if you want to kick me, fine. But it's like I've kept them through it and helped them walk through it because I knew they were new to it. So I had, you know, a different set of expectations uh, as, you know, me on my hunter uh, dealing with the healer than I did, you know, if I'm on, you know, just, thinking that they're going to be like this absolute veteran in awesome gear or whatever. So I think it's it's good to set the the bar at the beginning. I think it's it's an, it's nice to be honest about what your level is. Would the rest of you agree with that? Like would you tell other druids or priests or paladins that they should say that when they first queue in? I agree with that. I think uh, it's nice to be upfront. You should people it will just set people's expectations. I mean, people aren't always very patient or very nice in groups so if you give them if you tell them right away i you know i haven't healed this before then they might be more likely to help you and give you tips and be more understanding rather than if you just go in and don't say anything and then they end up thinking wow what a noob why can't they do this yeah, I guess I never minded when people said that as long as they followed it up with a positive comment. I think it bothers me when I see people do that and it's immediately followed by something disparaging. Like, hey guys, I'm new. This run's going to suck. I'm really sorry to dance. And it's just like, what? why? Like, I, I get why they want to say that they're new, but I just wish they had a little more confidence. Like, hey guys, I'm new. I'm really going to try. So bear with me, okay? Like, I think that would be great. But I, I never see, I always just see the one always followed up with the other. And that always kind of makes me so sad. Like, I think confidence is also necessary to be a healer. I think I would have to agree that if you're going to be upfront about something like that, it's all in the way that you say it. Like if you are going to be like, oh, this is going to suck, the group's going to want to immediately kick you or Mm -hmm. not want you to heal their dungeon. Um, Yeah, because even you don't want to put up with yourself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, if if you're just like, oh, I've never been here before or I've never healed this before or, you know, I'm new to healing, would you mind giving me some tips if I screw anything up, but this will be great. <laughs> this, it's, it's all in your delivery, really, I think. Okay. So I don't think we had anything else on our actual podcast notes, but we did get a number of questions from some other people. So Oafley and I oh. are going to take turns throwing those at you. I don't think we have anything that's terribly specific. Like, I don't think anybody was, you know, calling anyone out, but they just had some, some general things to ask. So Oafley, do you want to fire something away first or should I? Uh, I need to pull out some of those questions. We got a okay. lot. They're all like in different places. Yeah, there. I'll throw something out yeah. first. Sure. So, uh, this question is from Vide Machina from Twitter, and his question is for all of you. And he's basically asking, do you feel that there's a place, any place in the future, for another healing class or spec or a hero healing class? Wow, that's a big question. <laughs> 
I don't know, and the reason I say that is because balancing four healing classes is already rough enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that having a fifth in there is going to be um, necessary or a good idea. I think it would be easier to add a DPS hero class uh, as opposed to a healing or even another tanking one. I mean, right now we have four classes that can heal, four classes that can tank, and a ton that can DPS. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of fits also with the raid models, with how many tanks you're going to have, how many healers you're going to have, versus how many DPS you're going to have. Um, while I wouldn't mind seeing, seeing another like a, a a healing, you know, sort of hero class, I don't think it's very likely. And if it is going to be, it's not going to be something for a while. Or maybe it could be something where they heal and do something else. Like maybe the you know like the Death Knight could tank, but they could also DPS maybe. Maybe, um, but uh, that would be another hybrid, and I'm not sure that they, I'm not sure that the game is ready for another hybrid either. Mm-hmm. What do the other three of you think? Would you think that there's room for another healing class or spec out there? I think based on just the sheer numbers, you know, like there are only so many spots in a raid, and in a ten man, the maximum number of healers you're really going to have is three. I would think. I, I I don't see where you would fit a fourth in. So if you you can't even already fit all four healing classes in a raid. So if you have all four in your guild, then somebody is going to sit. And mm-hmm. then if you add another one, that's another person that's going to sit. And then in 25, I'm not really familiar with 25s because I've really only done 10s ever. But I'm under the impression that you take, what, like five or six healers? Usually, so, yeah. Yeah, so... Then you add this other person in there, and then, again, that's even more people sitting all the time. I, I just, as far as the numbers go, I don't really see where they would fit in. Um, but I have to agree with Loader that we're not ready for it, at least not now, and we're definitely not ready for another hybrid class at all. It'll be a while, if ever. Josiah, Dan, what do you think about that? Are you for it or against it? I'd be fine with it, really. I mean, I can totally understand that it would be difficult to balance, but if you're going to add any class, I don't really see why it can't be a healer rather than a DPS. But I also am not a game developer, so this is a very <laughs> naive opinion. Dan, what do you <laughs> That's think about that? It's basically the same. I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't see a problem with, uh, with, uh, with adding another healing class. Just... Um, for healing, uh, for adding another healing class, but um, the balance would probably be really, really um, demanding on on Blizzard's side, and I don't, I'm not sure they want to do that. Especially with what happened with Death Knights and how that threw things off for a while, and how it's still thrown things off. I mean, they, I still think Death Knights aren't really where they want them. So, uh, Ophelia, do you have another question? Yeah. Well, we're, since we're talking about classes and all that, we got a, uh, an email from. Oh, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm going to say his character name. Uh, Zynthia from EU Darkspear. And he's been apparently playing a lot of Rift lately. And in Rift, you can mix kind of mix classes together to make a, you know, original character. So his question was, do you, do you think that would be, this would be possible in WoW? And would you like it if it were possible in WoW? I miss hybrid spec so much. Um, I don't think it would fit currently with how they want things to work out, but, I mean, it's always something that I love. It's one of the things I did like a lot about Rift, actually. Um, it's being able to have that unique sort of flavor to your character. Um, about 
maybe Burning Crusade era, the hybrid spec really uh, kind of caught on, and you had things like Sh- Shaman that were you know double dipping into Restoration and Elemental for some ridiculously wacky goodness. Um, and then you look at now, and it's like when they the way they changed the model for Cataclysm, they even specifically said they wanted to get rid of hybrid specs. Um, so I don't. As much as I would love to see it, and I would love to have it back again, I do miss it. I don't think it's something we're going to get back. Yeah, I think what he was trying to say, and I'm not trying to inject it, you know, too much into this with you know rift stuff, but I think what he's trying to say is that you have classes who we've always assumed to be DPS classes that can now heal. Like I can be out healed by a mage in rift, and and it's not a hybrid; it's it's a healing mage. Like that mage does damage that inevitably heals, and you have a rogue that can tank, and and that a rogue can also provide support heals as well. Um, I interpreted his question as if to say that, as if to say the classes that we've always known to do certain things, if they were able to suddenly start healing or provide support healing, would that be welcome? That's how I I'm do. I'm not sure it's really applicable to WoW um, because I think Blizzard would have to change their their um, yeah their, their, their whole mechanic system uh, around it. I mean um, we have seen the, the first foray into that with atonement healing, but atonement healing uh, as it is has quite a few hiccups here and there and I'm not sure they uh, they are going to to do anything um, with that soon. Actually, according to the very first WoW strategy guide, like from the beginning of Vanilla, Paladins were supposed to be a class like that, where they were the survivability class mm-hmm. and could be off healers. But I think they didn't like that and steer away from that very quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, even going back to Vanilla, Shaman were tanks. Yeah. I mean, the enhancement tree was supposed to be for tanking Shaman. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's definitely moved away from that, I think. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, you know, run over somebody else's time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so, did any, um, did either of you have anything else to add to that question, or? Yeah, I, I think I might, maybe. Uh, having played a lot of Rift recently, um, the souls are one of the things that overwhelm me the most with that game, especially as a new player where I don't really know where to look for information yet. So I think for WoW to move to that kind of model for a new player, that's an extremely overwhelming thing. All of those little squares that do different <laughs> things, and there's so many of them. Oh, my goodness. Um, but as far as, like, you know, a mage that can heal or... Uh, a rogue that can tank or wow could add talents like that. But at the same time they had wanted to condense things down. So if they add Mm -hmm. to that, then they're adding more. And one of the things that concerned me with rift when I first started playing was like, there's so much here. It's already so huge. And then if you add to that, like just becomes so much more bloated and giant. And I just don't really see where it's going, but maybe that's because I haven't really played that deeply into it yet. Mm-hmm. I just I don't really see how it would work for WoW in its current place. I actually wonder if in WoW it would even do the opposite of what it does in Rift, like where in Rift it makes you more unique, whereas in WoW we're already kind of all merging together. If healers could DPS and DPS could heal at the same time, we'd all just be the same character. <laughs> well, some people Everybody would be the same with a different name. 
Well, some people have brought that up in recent weeks. I know I've been seeing some blog posts where people have been kind of rebelling against the triangle of needing one tank, three DPS, one healer for a five man, and you know, one tank, so many healers. Like I think some people kind of want a little more flexibility because they feel like maybe that style is too rigid or maybe even outdated. Well, I mean, it's the it's the Holy Trinity that dates back to you know the days of Dungeons and Dragons and Chainmail. Uh, you always had the tank, you always had the healer, you always had the DPS classes. Um, it's it's been around for a long time, so I think people really do latch on to change, especially when it comes to something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think we'll ever see the uh, the sort of Holy Trinity go away. I don't think we're ever going to see that completely gone because mm-hmm. you know even in, even in Rift you have you know your DPS healers, you have your tanky DPS, you have your tanky healers. I mean you you have the mix, but it's always a combination of the three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. It's interesting because the word of the tanking roundtable was beefy, and I think we have our word for this one, which is tanky. (laughs) (laughs) So the question I have, we are going to aim this one at Josila. This one had a couple of Druid questions for you. Um, how do you feel about the fact that you bring, or Druids, bring very little to a raid except big numbers? Um, other classes offer buffs, different buffs, mitigation, whereas we can't and have to compensate with larger HPS, which in turn seems to cause other classes to see us as OP. Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, I think each class has their own... Um, pros and cons like when i play on my disc priest i've got a ton of cooldowns that i could use and that's a lot of fun but at the same time i'm okay on the druid with just putting out lots of healing i mean healing needs to be done and there's a lot of things to manage it's not like we're just mindlessly spamming heals there are you know mana concerns and life bloom uptimes and harmony uptimes and so i'm okay with it um i think if people don't understand that we have HPS, such high HPS because we don't really have a lot of utility outside of it, then, you know, they just don't understand and I'm not going to concern myself with what they think. <laughs> Very <laughs> diplomatic. Yeah. They're going along that line. We actually had two people ask this question. Entropia asked the question as well as Dave or Katarnas, uh, who asked who asked the previous question, um, do you think that classes should have their own niche or should we all be able to do it all? I think we should be able to do it all. Like, I think all classes should be able to tank heal or raid heal or heal people who are spread out or close together. But I think each class should have their, you know, their strength, the one or two things that they're especially good at. But I don't think you should be penalized if you don't have, you know the super tank healing class. I mean, I think the other classes should be able to do it as well. Would the rest yeah, of you I would have to agree with that? I would have to agree with that, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, uh, the question that I have is here. Um, we're also going to pick on... Okay, Josila again. Uh, <laughs> with the end of Cataclysm approaching, where do you see Druids going in the future? Do you think Blizzard will allow us to keep our hot base playstyle unique, or will we be made to get more similar? Will be will we be made more similar to other classes, or have them be made more similar to us? I think if they took away the hot base aspect of the class, there would be a massive druid revolt, even worse than when they took away tree form. So I don't think they would 
do that. I think we're going to be the hot base healers pretty much forever. At least I hope we are. <laughs> yeah, I really... Go ahead. I was just say I really enjoy. I really miss that about being a healer and being a druid. Was I loved the hots, and I, I think hots are, I think hots can be intimidating to people sometimes. Like they do involve a lot more focus, and and I think that there's something that anybody can do, but I think it takes a lot to really master how to keep hots on people and, and when to choose them. And to some degree, I think even when we were rejuice spamming, I think that there was a, a hot vomit way of doing it. But I also think that there were ways that you could do it really elegantly and have it be cool and not have it always be sloppy. Um, I think that that doesn't get a lot of attention. Yeah, I agree. I think the thing I love about HOTS is just I love the way it goes. Like I feel exactly like you said, elegant, the way that I heal, just like clicking on all the boxes and using all my different keybinds, and it just feels like I'm playing the piano or something. <laughs> well, I also feel it, it, it kind of gives you more of a sense of awareness because I know even with raid interfaces, you're still having to watch your hot timers. So I feel like we have a bit more of an advantage with having to be more aware. Like we're always watching that kind of thing. Whereas, you know, I, I feel maybe other classes are more likely to have their buffs fall off or if things fall off that they're not aware of or were, was Druids really didn't experience that because we've always had to be watching for that sort of thing. Yeah. And how about everybody else? How do you guys see your classes going in the future? Ultimate triage healer. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I Honestly, I, I think that... Oh, would Shaman, you, how would you like to see your class go in the future? <laughs> um, I'd like to get a little tweak so that we can remain competitive, um, but I'd also like to see just... Honestly, the way we're going is pretty good so far. I think Restoration Shaman are not awful. They're not, uh, you know, as down and out as people seem to think they are. Um, I think it's just something that I like to kind of keep going. I like the idea of, you know, the next expansion adding, you know, five, you know, five, ten more levels and seeing what they bring with it and hopefully more spells, more utility. And that's what I really want to see. I want to be like the ultimate utility healer. Mm -hmm. uh, do we have another question for him, Ophelia? She ran away. No, I'm still here. I just most of the questions are things we've already talked about, or just variations of other questions. Uh, well, I think there's one more. Oh, I've got. Oh, yeah. There's this one here is pretty good. Which fills you with the more fear slash loathing, hunters or redhedins? <laughs> hunters or what? Sorry, redhedins, red pallies. See, it's, a hard it's question. just my guild. I, uh, melee people kind of suck because. They stand with the tanks, so they get hit by the same stuff that tanks get hit by. And in a 10-man, when you only have, like, one other melee person, then you have this extra person that you have to heal when the melee get hit by stuff. Whereas ranged don't really get hit by stuff that much, unless they stand in bad. And then they're just bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't really hate one more than the other, I think. Rat Paladins. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go Rat Paladins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unbiased. I, See, I, I, hate I take it cool. more from the PvP server perspective. Like, oh, yeah, hunters are really well. annoying, especially when you're trying to do your dailies and they stand in the area where you can't hit them and they kill you if you try to leave the area. Or, uh, but I say mages probably. <laughs> I you, you, you don't even see them until you're dead. 
I think it's been nice. I mean, the hunters that I've seen since Kata, and I mean, you still have your hunt hards for the most part, but I feel like for the most part, um, it's, it's been really great kind of seeing hunters. They can change their pets now, and they seem a lot more willing to do that to help the raid or the party. And, and you know, going into Kata, there were hunters who were very excited about having a trap again and having a use again. And, you know, I was really pleased to see so many hunters want to have a use and not be just shooting at something and just sticking a pet on something. They really wanted to do more. And, and I think even right before I, I took a break from the game, I, I was very happy with the hunters I ran with, that they, you know, were very eager to, to give something a bit more back to their groups. And, and, and Rep Paladins just seem, I don't know, it always seems like it's played very sloppy. Um, I really don't think I've ever seen a Rep Paladin with any sort of finesse play. Um, they just, it seems very clumsy. It, and maybe that's the way it's meant to be played. But I, I kind of feel like when I see a Rep Paladin charge in, I kind of have to cover my eyes with my, my hand, like, oh, God, and and then hope they're not dead because there's just no nice way to play a rep paladin. It's they're usually the ones that die so fast that you can't even get an instant off on them. And uh, I don't know. And they, they could be doing it wrong. And maybe I'm playing with bad ones. But I, I have yet to see a graceful rep paladin. It's just not out there. I just think they all think that they're tanks, and that makes my job, you know, stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like every rep paladin I've ever been with in a group, um, they just pull aggro and it's like oh i'm just gonna keep aggro it's fine and it's like really mm-hmm. <laughs> okay yeah especially especially when uh when hand of reckoning i think it's called uh <laughs> dealt damage <laughs> that was really interesting but it deals damage i have to use it in my rotation <laughs> uh, so the last question that i have again is for just Sila. Um, after the changes that have been made in Cataclysm, mainly changes to Tranquility, Efflorescence, and the new Mastery, how do you find that Druids are playing now as opinions seem divided at times? So, like, when you're seeing other Druids who may be visiting your blog or you're looking at, you know, meters, do you feel that Druids are getting the hang of it? Do you feel that they're playing your spec well? Or do you maybe kind of facepalm at the Druids who just aren't getting it or aren't taking to it? Um, I think it's sort of half and half. I mean, some are really getting it, I think, and know what they should be doing. Other druids, like I look at logs and, you know, they're not so great. They're just seem to be focused on the big numbers rather than, you know, keeping their mastery up or anything like that. Um, I've had druids who argue with me about the importance of the haste caps. And so it depends. I mean, I don't think it's a Druid-specific thing, but there's some Druids who think that they're, you know, the best thing ever, no matter what anyone tells them. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I think mostly people are getting it. I mean, people who are raiding are getting it, I think. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. So I I have a question. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask it. Hopefully, can I I ask a question to someone? Um, I guess. Okay. All right. (laughs) So I'm only... I, I want to kind of talk to Dan for a second. So I know oh, we kind of touched go. on it a little earlier, <laughs> but I do want to get your opinion on it because I do I do want another opinion on it. So what are your thoughts on the Holy versus Disc Schism? Um, I know the T13 set bonuses just came out, and it's, uh, it's pretty obvious that the Discipline one is awesome, <laughs> and the yes. Holy Priest one kind of focuses on Lightwell. Um, you said Again. That you, you, right, you said that you don't have a lot of experience playing Holy or things like that. What are your thoughts on that? Like when you see them trying to push Lightwell to the forefront and you see them doing things like that. What do you think about that? Like, do you do you have a reason to go back to Holy or do you feel that you're going to end Kata as a Disc Priest? Or what are your thoughts on that conflict, if you will? 
I'm I like how they try to involve Lightwell more, but I think they're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, ma- mainly the, the four piece bonus is is uh, um, for disc priests. Um, or no, it was a two piece bonus that uh, if you use power infusion, which mm-hmm. is a two minute cooldown, you get ten seconds of twenty five percent less mana cost. Uh, which is awesome because if uh, any time you activate it, you have to heal because you activate it to heal things. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas um, the holy bonus is uh, when you place your light well, you get uh, the same effect, so the uh, reduced mana cost for 15 seconds. Which um, I don't know about you, but I place my light well before the fight most of the time. Mm-hmm. So the first thing would probably be lost on me, the first reduction. And I only place it during a fight when I am, or or everyone in the group or everyone I have to heal is sitting at a fairly comfortable level of of HP. So, um, you know, I have the, when I, whenever I feel I have the time to put out that light well, because uh, one, people will have to uh, see me cast light well. Then they have to identify where the light will is, and then they have to click it, and that all takes time, of course. And uh, yeah, I won't risk someone dying just to place a light well. So mm-hmm. I, the problem I see is, if you if you cast light well, then you only do it uh, when the group is kind of comfortable at the moment, and so you won't need the reduced mana the next uh, few seconds probably. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think they're going up. Uh, about the wrong way here. Well, you could even say that the four-piece one is sort of difficult, too. Like, the Power Word Shield can now absorb 100% more damage. Or has a which chance is good, to. which is always good. And uh, the Holy Word thing is um, most most Holy Priests sit in Sanctuary most of the time because it's, it's just most Holy Priests are Raid Healers, and that's the Raid Healing Chakra. And uh, Sanctuary, the, the spell itself is kind of lackluster at the moment and uh, immensely expensive and uh, only ever is effective if really many people are standing in it because it it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't it ignores the uh, six person rule of, mm-hmm. of uh, reduced healing and uh, yeah I mean if I spam sanctuary I will go OM probably very fast and so Using it more often will just over me faster. Do you also feel that the healing priests have an obligation to be good at both specs? I know that was an issue that came up as well. As you, you know, it's very common because I think we're the only class with two healing specs that some priests tend to get very comfortable with one and don't have any experience with the other. And and some people feel the majority of people feel that we have an obligation to be good at both and that we shouldn't have a problem being disc for two fights and then going holy for another fight and then disc another one. And um, is that something that you would agree with, or do you do that? I would think that. Um Yes, you should probably be. Yeah, you should at least know the basics and what spells to use. Uh, but if you're more conf- comfortable with disc, you can also raid healers disc. If you're more comfortable with holy, you can also tank heal with holy. It's just a mo- bit more demanding. But if you know what you're doing, it's better to do it in the other spec than to not know what you're what you're doing and screw it up because you're in a spec you're not used to. It's a good answer. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay, so I don't think we have anything else. Hopefully, do you have any questions left? Or 
No, I think we really went around them all. Okay. Um, so in closing, why don't you guys just tell us where we can find you, if you have Twitter accounts, if you have blogs or podcasts of your own, so if people want to catch up with you, they can. Okay. Uh, um, again, my name's Loader. Uh, you can find me on wowinsider.com, worldofmaticus.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is LoaderZJ. That's ZJ for the Canadians out there. Um, and I can, <laughs> I can also be found on the Raid Warning Podcast and For the Lore. Okay. And the rest of you? I'm Danslate. Um, my blog is at danslayers.wordpress.com. Uh, um, if you if you type in Dan Slayers, that will do the, <laughs> the trick. <laughs> and uh, my Twitter handle is uh, Danslatable, or for the French, Don La Table. It's just <laughs> written the same way. Wow. And basically everything. Okay. Lanesto, Josila, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on my blog at cannotbetamed.com, and I'm also on Twitter. My handle is uh, Josila underscore. And you can find me at wordofglory.net is my blog. Uh, on Twitter, I am Lanesta Wow. Uh, if you really want, you can also find me in Rift on Shatterbone as Odetta, because that's an awesome realms? name. No. Oh, Shatterbone. Okay, I thought you said Shadow Zone. I was like, you left uh, the guild? No. Like, what? Okay. No, no I'm still there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would have been great for viewers. Come on. The, the thing I want to know, is it an awesome name because it begins with an O? Yes. Yeah. And I'd seen that her tune's name was Odetta, and people thought it was me, and I it wasn't. And I'd seen the character in Guild, and I think she said something on Twitter, and I'm like, you're Odetta? And she's like, yeah. So now I have to call her out when she's in game, because she totally stole my name. But. Uh, that name has been my name for... Uh, a long time. I played EverQuest 2 as a healer, as Odetta, as a cleric. Wow. So that's where well, that came from. <laughs> you'll be at BlizzCon, right? I, I will be at BlizzCon. I will actually be working at BlizzCon for the Cryptozoic booth. Oh, wow. Uh, but I will be there. <laughs> so they can see you there, too. People can see you there. Yes. And I can fight you for that name. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, so um, I don't think there's anything else. Do any of you have something you want to share with our listeners before you go? Something to be remembered by or advice or, for other healers or anything like that? Or that you want to ask each other? Poof, everything I want to say. Sorry I didn't bring tea and cookies, Jess. Oh, yeah, I did miss the tea and cookies. <laughs> Were you supposed to bring tea and cookies? Because I'm suddenly very angry. He promised me tea and cookies. <laughs> you didn't promise me tea and cookies. You can tell he doesn't play a holy priest because a holy priest would have brought refreshments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing on that one. Uh, yeah, nothing else. I want cake. <laughs> no cookies, just cake. This is such like a, a huge responsibility. Say something so people remember you. I'm yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing you ha you have to prepare before you go on a show. You have to write them last words. Yeah, I guess I'll have to remember that for next time. Never done this before. Well, you know, I I have uh, the uh, the advantage that I have 15 seconds after my last words as a ghost. You know, as the ghost healer. 
So <laughs> I'm good. That spell is terrible. <laughs> yeah, and as for us, I actually have the guests for next next episode booked. Us just doesn't know that. I don't think I told her. <laughs> but I have us the guests for next episode. What's the next show about, dear dear partner? Well, soon enough. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we will eventually do a DPS roundtable, but I really needed a break from a roundtable, so I was like, oh, go, hey, go back, you go back to our show. <laughs> Who's the next guest? Oh, well, you'll see soon enough. Oh, God. Is this my life? Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Is it Zarevka coming to propose to me? No, it's not. Damn. But then, yeah, you, you're giving me ideas. That, that'll be the show after that. So it's a he? Oh, maybe. Oh, this is this is a travesty. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's nothing else, it'll thank be you. a good show, and we'll be talking about it on Twitter. Okay. Well, you will. Cause I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I'll just be like, uh huh, uh huh. Oh God. So. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do that and for sharing your stories with us. And uh, if there's nothing else, take care. Well, thank you for having me and everybody else. Have a great night. And thank you. Thanks very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. We, whenever we send out invites, like especially when I send out invites, I'm like, please say yes, please say yes, please say yes. Yeah, we never think really anyone's going to want to come on our show. Like even, I mean, every one of you, I, I have to say, I had the conversation that they're not going to want to come on. Yeah, like surely they have better things to do with their Sunday nights. But. It was more with Chisila and, and, and Loader. Like I was like, they're ne- they have no reason to come on here. They could be doing anything else in the world. Why would they come on? And <laughs> I, because I, community I, is important. Well, I know, but you That's guys are both right. awesome, and we're just our little well, show. And Ben and Linus are awesome, too. Well, of course, but it's like, you know, there's... Yeah, I'll shut up now. But... <laughs> so. yeah, but nobody knows who I am. I'm not on WoW Insider or have a blog because it's been online for eight, six years. You're on my blog row. You've been on my blog row for a really long time, but you didn't know that. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, I guess it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, have a great two weeks, everyone. And again, all our guests are on the show. Bye. 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 Bye.